Today, documentary films are experiencing a major renaissance, and for good reason. But why are audiences increasingly choosing fact over fiction? Is it a dearth of realism, like endless comic book sequels and end-of-the-world action movies? Are viewers choosing authentic storytelling over spectacular visuals and far-fetched plots? Or maybe it's because docs f***ing rule. Hi, I'm Paco Romain. And I'm George Chen. And we host SupDoc. We didn't go to film school. We're just two comedians that dork out on docs. And since 2015, we've been recapping amazing documentaries with comedians, actors, and filmmakers like legendary comedians Dana Gould and Todd Glass. Musicians like Yacht and Dan Deacon. And even media stars like Jesse Thorne and Francesca Fiorentini. The AV Club called us enlightening, and Boing Boing said SupDoc is a great idea for a podcast. So find us wherever you get your podcasts or join us at SupDocPodcast.com. And follow us on social media at Subdoc Podcast. podcast i'm jacob rubin i'm jessica valdoni and we are in the middle of talking about wonder woman 1984 we sure are let's just pick it up from where we left off before we started recording right um so yeah we're talking about Kristen wig yes um, and her portrayal of cheetah who is if we're being honest a top 10 snl cast member of all time oh yeah she's great and bridesmaids is great yeah yeah. And I'm really excited that she's like kind of branching out and maybe not playing other like funny, weird type SNL characters. And yeah, movies. like so I, I the, she was on Seth Meyers this week and they showed a clip of her before she turns into Cheetah when she it's like it looks like it's the first meeting between Barbara Minerva and Diana Prince. Mm-hmm. And I, I said earlier before we started recording that it reminded me of like a big doofy SNL character. Not quite. Actually, I want to take that back. And it reminds me more of Jamie Foxx pre-turning into Electro in Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So just like this kind of shy, dweeby scientist. Right. Which looks better on Kristen Wiig mm-hmm. than it does on Jamie Foxx. Because Jamie Foxx can only play suave. Sorry, Jamie Foxx, you're a great actor. But if you play an unsuave character, you, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, to go from that to like the super quick and dangerous assassin cheetah like does that work well what it reminds me of actually is michelle pfeiffer as catwoman sure and i'm guessing they're kind of just going to go for that trope which is definitely a comic book trope like oh shy like woman scientist or secretary or like she has to be like underpowered first and then become like super powerful like she can't be you know, at the top tier of power and then get more power. Like, she has to be, like, that weak character and then yeah. develop some, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I, I'm guessing that's what they're going for. Yeah. Uh, what I am most concerned about, and it's in the trailer, is her actually as Cheetah, <laughs> uh, when she actually turns into like full cheetah form yeah it looks weird (laughs) i mean like is this gonna light the fire under a bunch of furries butts 
Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, they're yeah. gonna think that's sexy, <laughs> like especially when they're fighting. Like they show right. like Wonder Woman in that new like gold costume, whatever that is. Her new. Oh yeah, armor. her her Kingdom Come armor, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. They they put her in that armor in Kingdom Come. They had her fight with a sword, and now every Wonder Woman comic afterward is like, well, she's got to wear armor and fight with the sword, where she didn't need that for the first like fifty years of her existence. No, and I, I think it kind of looks cool, but it looks in the CGI. It's just not, it's still not at that level where it looks real. Right. Especially like that cheetah furryness, and then her fighting in that armor. You can still see where it looks funky. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I love actually how uh, in Liam Sharp's Wonder Woman, in uh, Greg Rucka and Liam Sharp's Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. like he had cheetah in that form, in her like full furry form, basically, we'll call it that. Sure. Um, and he has this like really intimate scene with her and Wonder Woman and like Cheetah's revealing like all of her like past troubles and they actually have a very intimate moment together. And I think they're using that in the movie that's and cool. that's why they wanted her in that form. But it's gonna look weird, I think, mm -hmm. because of the CGI not being at that level yet. So Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know that Cheetah, like I, I, Cheetah is for some reason, the preeminent Wonder Woman villain. Yeah. I don't really, how did that happen? This is an actual question. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Because like, I think that considering everything we know about Wonder Woman, and especially the way she's written now, it would make way more sense if like, Cersei was the number one, like Cersei was the Lex Luthor or the Joker or whatever, or yeah. Ares, I guess, though I feel like because it's Wonder Woman, her number one antagonist should also be a woman, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Cersei, um, but, like, somehow it became Cheetah, who feels more at home fighting, like, Batman or the Flash. Yeah. I mean, Cheetah makes sense to be in the movie, but I uh, I also agree that Cersei would have been a better villain. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe in the next movie, Maya Rudolph plays Cersei. <laughs> she teams up with Kristen Wiig. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too weird. <laughs> Though I love Maya Rudolph. No. But my, Maya Rudolph is a top two or three or maybe even number one SNL cast member for me personally. Oh, I love her so much. She's, She's so like good. Anybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Yes. We have so much to talk about, especially in the news. It was right. Insane. Uh, do you want to save Mando spoilers for the end of the episode? Absolutely, because okay. I know people are very mad this weekend. I get it. Like, oh, but yeah. without spoiling it, I, I mean, I saw, I wanted to, so, okay, I wanted to comment on the post, of the Facebook post that Mark, your husband, made. <laughs> yes. um, because I completely agreed. However, I also know, I've had experience uh, that if you post something online complaining about spoilers, then immediately someone will spoil it for you to be a dick. Oh, yeah. So I just have to, like, pretend that it doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just stay off the internet. Like, I can't yeah. go on. I did, literally did not go on Facebook all day yesterday. Sure. Um, luckily, I was very busy, too. So, but, yeah, just don't do it. I had I heard very light sprinkles of spoilers that didn't really amass to anything. I'll get to do it when we talk about the episode. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll see. Because now I want, I want to talk about it now, but... I know, I want to do it. No, we'll yeah. wait till the end, the very end. Yeah, um, so if you don't want to be spoiled for Mando, we promise we won't. Yeah. So, Although, honestly, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't already watched it, I feel like you're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> um, I'll still put in the description. Yeah. Mando spoilers, ahoy. Yeah. Very end. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
because it's Christmas week, we've been very busy at the store. Thank you, everybody, by the way. Oh, great. For shopping at the store this past week. It's been very nice. It's been very busy. Um, uh, so I only read two comics, and one of them was from last week. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Crossover 2 came out from Donny Cates, Jeff Shaw, D. Cuniff. Cuniff? I love mispronouncing last name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and John... Milt Caniff, the who did uh, Terry and the Pirates? Yes, that yes. exact one. Great. And John J. Hill. John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. <laughs> did I tell you about the time a guy, I think it was me and Robert working, a guy came into the store and he's like, I'm looking for this really old comic. You guys probably haven't heard of it. It's called Terry and the Pirates. And I wanted to slap that dude on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, that also happened this week. Not Terry and the Pirates, but... Uh, a different oh the phantom the guy guy came in and asked me if i had heard of the phantom <laughs> you mean one of the worst movies of 1996 i love that movie you take that back i haven't seen it since it came out but everyone <laughs> says it sucks so I, I i and i agree with the popular opinion that's why i voted for joe biden so uh <laughs> <laughs> <be> great <laughs> yeah yeah i i should probably give it a rewatch I, i'm sure there's probably some like tacky silly element of it that i yeah that's, that's appreciate. Good. yeah uh Billy Zane. Zane, man Billy yeah Zane, great insane in the membrane now the shadow that maybe that's what i'm thinking of alec baldwin right yeah it's yeah. that movie's terrible yeah um okay so crossover oh, yes crossover. all right um so yeah second issue came out i i still am not quite on board um I just feel like Donnie Cates is like, see, look what I can do in this comic. Because, hmm. you know, it's this big, it's this big event and he's crossing over everything. He's crossing over Marvel and DC and seeing what he can get away with. Um, did we, I think we talked about the first issue. What, is this an image book? Yeah. Oh, so he, it's like, it's not like Batman meets Spider-Man. It's like Ratman meets uh, well, Arachna Boy. Not quite. So oh. he does try to get away with crossing over like Superman, Batman, all of that without saying their names. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he does mention like Marvel and DC in the book with, mm -hmm. and like he, like he does say that, but he can't say the names of the superheroes without getting in trouble. Oh, sure. And he also sure. mentions like writers, like in the very first ish or the very first uh, line in the comic, it's an exclusive comic book writer found dead. 14th comic book writer to be found dead in the last three weeks. Chip Zdarsky, Scott Snyder, and Robert Kirkman still missing. And the comic book writer found dead was uh, BKV. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> he killed BKV. <laughs> so he's right. killing off the competition in his own comic. <laughs> That's interesting. And actually, but he doesn't, he doesn't call him Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, he does say Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like his way of skirting around. Oh, I was talking about Bentley Kurt. Vonnegut. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. <laughs> BKV stands for Big Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> Big Kurt Vonnegut. Um, yeah, so on Twitter, a bunch of the writers like went after him as a joke too. Sure. Uh, especially Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> um, so that that was pretty funny. But uh, it like, and I'm not sure. So so we didn't talk about the first issue on the podcast. I don't remember. I, 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 I don't recall. I don't believe we did. Okay. So basically, uh, a big event has happened where the, all of these superheroes have kind of come out of the comics and are destroying uh, Colorado. Okay. And 
Um, Enough wide open spaces that there's not too many pedestrians. Right. Yeah. And there's been a dome, a dome placed over Colorado to like keep them just there. Um, And also I've thought of like the dome, is that like a reference to BKV's The Dome? Was he creator of Under the Dome? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was just, I thought it was a, oh, I thought he was just writing on it. Maybe he was just writing on it. I don't know. What? It seemed like another reference to that. Wasn't it? Okay, this might be super stupid. And I, Will Scoville sometimes listen to the show, so he might make fun of me. Wasn't it a Stephen King project? Oh, wait. Yeah, I think it was. Okay. I think he definitely wrote it. Yes. 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 I recall that he was involved. Yeah. And probably maybe even head writer, but I, I mean, it wasn't like his concept. Right. It was a Stephen King project. That's right. Yeah. I did watch it. It was a very long time ago, though. Yeah. And it kind of just got swept under the rug because it got real bad at the end. Uh, <laughs> just like yeah. Lost. God damn it, BKV. <laughs> well, he, he, wasn't he long gone from Lost? Because he joined Lost like yeah. three seasons in and then That's bailed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of just like, I'm going to exit this. <laughs> right. It's weird to say, but I feel like part of why, they, I mean, I'm sure they brought him on because he was a good writer and he deserved it. But I feel like he also had like a bit of star power at the time because Why the Last Man was still hot. And yeah. speaking of which, that looks like it's actually happening. We'll see. Yeah. Until it starts actually filming, I do not believe it. No, even <laughs> if it starts filming, I don't think it, I, I'm not going to believe it until four episodes in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, am I actually watching this? Th- this is such a filmable concept. It would make for an amazing TV show. Yeah. They could get the greatest. Imagine, like, the, the, like, every, I'm sure because of who the characters are, there's like a gajillion great actors who could play these different characters. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just, It'd be so easy, especially right now, because there's not crowd. You don't need crowd scenes. No. Uh, yeah. But it's a cast but, of all women, and they're never gonna do it. <laughs> that's the well. Have you watched The Wild, this new Amazon show? No. Is that based on the comic? I think you're thinking of The Woods. No, there's also a comic called The Wild. Okay, then I think you're thinking of that comic, and also <laughs> I don't know, I don't think so. Amazon does love to make comic book shows, but yeah, um, no, it's uh, and maybe it's not called The Wild. It's about nine high school girls who get stranded in the desert somewhere, and it's and it's kind of people are saying it's kind of losty and that it's like there's some weird mystery sci-fi shit going on, but the cast is all young women in their like teens and twenties. Do plants take over their bodies at any point? I don't know. We haven't started it yet. It's okay. it's people are saying it's really good. Okay, I'm gonna have to um, look into that because that's what that comic's about. It's also about t- teenage girls. So, oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not called the Wild. Fucking hell! I <laughs> no, I think it's called the Wild, or maybe it's called the the Wilderness. Isn't that another movie? <laughs> the Wilds. That is the comic. That's the Wilds. Oh, okay. Then yeah, they made a show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I mean, there could be titles aren't copyrighted, so it could be that's got to be the same thing, though. Though I feel like I think that came out from Vault. I feel like Vault would be like, "Look at our show, The Wilds," like all over my Instagram. Uh, this is a compelling podcasting. (laughs) It's got okay. It doesn't say anything about it being based off a comic. Well, then they definitely. A group of young girls whose plane crashes, leaving them stranded on a deserted island. That sounds like Lost, except with teenage girls. Right. Lord of the Flies, but ladies. (laughs) Lady of the Flies. All right. Well, I don't think it's the same thing. 
Anyways, uh, stay tuned next episode of Escape 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 I've never, I might have watched like a half an episode of that show ever. I definitely watched it at least once when I was a kid and I thought it was really good, but maybe just because the title had so many words in it and saying it made me feel smart. <laughs> well, I thought it was boring. <laughs> Speaking of boring, no, um, crossover. <laughs> Is it boring? Do you not no, care actually, for it? It's okay. Uh, okay. I just, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm on board yet. Maybe just because I, I'm always like, sus or like suspect, suspect, suspecting. Donny case that's not right um <laughs> suspicious that's sure that's that's probably that's, that's, pro that's i don't know what you're talking about but that seems closer <laughs> that, that's probably right <laughs> um i just don't know where it's going yet so i, so I was telling you it's they're they're, they're under the dome <laughs> right, right. heroes um but some have escaped um and then there's like a whole government plot like against them as well everyone's really scared because of obviously super powered beings trying to take over the world right um and then there's uh everyone's also trying to like burn down comic stores everywhere uh so there's like this kind of like plot against i don't know there's like some subplots in it and like subtext um there's like people like locking up caged or like caged super or not super people sorry comic book people that don't have superpowers as well there's like subtext of locking cage or cage children up as well. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So then there's like rebels, like people who want to like save the comic book people and all sorts of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and there's like government facilities where all of the comic people are locked up. There's a lot of stuff going on basically. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's one girl and a guy who owned a comic shop together. And uh, the girl wants to uh, go save some of these people. So that's basically the gist of it. Nice. Yeah. Sounds readable, sounds interesting. Yeah, it's definitely readable. I'm gonna keep reading it. I do wanna know where it's going for sure. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely the comic I liked best from him right now. That's for sure. sure. Um, and then he has a lot of self-advertising in the back. <laughs> buy silver surfer black or go to hell he has his own podcast too oh really <laughs> yeah called probably. devil's advocates we probably have more listeners yeah for sure um all right let's get into dark knight's death metal number six because there's nothing more must than we yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be really fun since i have no, i have no idea what's going on in this comic i i okay so admittedly i haven't worked at the store since september no october right yeah, yeah. yeah. and i wasn't really paying attention to this comic at that time either but Me? you know it was probably our the best-selling dc book i don't know if it is right now yeah um not. it definitely had a lot of attention when it came out yeah. So I flipped through the first issues and then I went back and I read some some supplemental material online. I do not think that people read this comic and also know what's happening in it. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
I think that it's like, okay, for a while, there was a heavy, serious fan base for the Injustice comics. And that I understand because the games are great. Um, and it created this like alternate future where like anything, characters can get killed off it, and it was moving in real time, more or less. It was this really cool, different superhero universe. Right. Uh, and I and, and then it got really dark. And I think that's, you know, I like the idea that this exists as a comic. It wasn't really for me, but it was coherent and it was unpredictable. And I think that's great. I think that this is for those people. Yeah. But they sort of missed what they liked. And what they liked was that it's coherent. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's similar into where like anything can happen, I guess. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have any consequences since it's sure. not directly in the DC universe. Um, though reading it, it kind of says that it is, that they're like pulling from all, you know, all of the universes and it's going to have this big impact, but then it never does like at mm -hmm. the end. Um, so this one is definitely leading up to like the giant battle and that, you know, something huge is going to happen. Um, so they're all lining up on the battlefield and from what I do know and what I have read from all the other supplemental comics that have been coming out, there's like the Batman who laughs has be like joined with, I guess there's like a new God, I guess a uh, new God that laughs. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it like Joker dark side? Um, I guess something if like If it's that. Joker yeah. Metron, then no, I'm interested. No, it's not. It is uh, not. And he also has the speed metal power now, too. Yeah. Ugh. I know. It's very complicated. It's so stupid. That's anyway. just what we needed. More Dragon Force. <laughs> Are they speed metal? Do they count as speed metal? Yes. No. Okay. No, 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 no. They're like uh, epic metal or something. Sure. Okay, then what's speed metal? <laughs> super, super fast. No, but like, what's a band? What, I mean, I, I understand what it is in concept. <laughs> What's a speed metal band? If he just describes the concept to you, that'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just name one. What? What's a speed metal band? Just name uh, one. Exciter. Exciter. Okay, great. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've been wanting to get Mark on the podcast. Yeah, now Mark's been on the podcast. <laughs> right. I'm going to put featuring Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Now he gets a credit. With his one word. Okay. Well, we'll call this new uh, this new um, uh, Batman who lasts uh, Exciter. Great. <laughs> From now on. <laughs> <laughs> so he's off fighting, I don't know, this other lady god who I guess originally he got his powers from. I don't know if any of this is right. We're just going to go for my interpretation right. of reading it's number six. You know, you could you could sit down, you could read a comic as much, but like sometimes it's just like the words just enter your brain yeah. and hang out there for a bit. And then just go, and I read <laughs> this morning. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, all of the other DC guys are battling. They think they're winning. It's a big, yeah, big hurrah. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Everyone's fighting, they're, and they think they're doing a great job. And then, meanwhile, there's another battle. There's three battles taking place in this comic. Good. A lot to keep track of. And uh, the Wonder Woman, who's I guess leading all of them this whole time, uh, is fighting with 
10 different Lobos, maybe 20 different Lobos. Criminy. A lot of Lobos. <laughs> well, that's that's one of Lobos' powers, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah like yeah. one thing that like I always dug about. Are him and Mr. Sinister like the same? No. So, okay. I don't know how in canon this is or if people... So, the way that Lobo was immortal, I think this is a curse that would happen to him. This is definitely a Keith Giffen idea because it's super out of out of the box and that's Keith Giffen. When Lobo dies, he doesn't die. Every drop of his blood turns into a little Lobo. And then they fight each other to the death until there's only one left and then that's Lobo. Oh. So but... that's why for a while there was a kid Lobo who, re who was like... So they, they called him Slobo, um, who was all the Lobos are fighting each other, and he was a coward and fucked off and hid. And so when the last Lobo was there, he was like now the King Lobo. But then there was this other like underdeveloped Lobo, which is why he looked like a teenager. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that much about Lobo ever. I there was a while when I was in like high school where I was like I'm gonna get really into Lobo, and ah, there's only yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> I only like, have so much tolerance for that kind of I comic. Guess these Lobos don't want to fight each other, so that's good. Okay, that's good. They're just all helping out. Yeah. And getting killed in the process. Well, maybe they, like, the Lobo died, and now they all became a bunch of Lobos, but they didn't, they w wanted to finish their battle again. I don't know, whatever. And I can't ascribe logic to these particular right. Dark Knight Death Metal comics. You can't do that. No, you can't. Yeah. And then there is a dark side. So he's, like, okay. protecting this baby dark side, who's apparently Mobius. I don't know. Anyways, oh, and they're protecting like a book where they're going to get a power and that's going to help them out in the big battle, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Um, and then the Exciter, that's what we're calling him now, <laughs> the Batman who laughs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this is Exciter. We have a record now. Oh, great. Okay, cool. It's it's a, uh, for those of you who can't see it, which is all of you because you're listening, it's uh, a pretty dope, like, Frank Frazetta-style uh, barbarian dude with a naked lady covering his crotch, and yeah. 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 Sure. Sure. <laughs> He's holding a sword. <laughs> I'm sure they're really great, but we yeah. just needed something to make fun of speed metal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he wins his battle. He puts the goddess in stone, and he wins, and now he has all of her power. Um... And the, the end of the battle is called Rock's Prayer. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> like R-O-C-K? No. Yeah, R-O-C-K, apostrophe okay. S. Okay. Prayer. Not like R-O-C, like the mythical bird. No. Fortunately, it's not that cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, so that uh, apparently turns him into like a giant... I don't know, get, even bigger god, and now every all of his minions break out into the battlefield where all of the other DC characters have been, or thought they were winning. He brings all of his little Robin guys out, all the little creepy Robin guys out, including the Robin King. Right. Um, the Dark Superman, the Swamp Thing guys, all of them come out, and they're gonna apparently beat up all the DC people. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yep. So they all say their goodbyes. They're like, oh, we're going to lose. It's so sad. Boo. And, uh, yeah. Do you like huge epic fights? Do you hate stories? Yeah. <laughs> stories that make sense. <laughs> um, but meanwhile. Do you think 300 would have been dope if nobody talked? 
Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, something happens with uh, the Wonder Woman who's with Darkseid. Uh, she gets some kind of power from him and she turns into super golden Wonder Woman. And like oh. her whole body turns gold. She gets some kind of like mythical power and she's ready to fight them all. And that's, that's the end. Apparently it's gonna be concluded in the next issue. And uh, that's what happens. Oh, and she has a chainsaw. <laughs> All right, that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> a light up chainsaw. <laughs> I feel like you were reading this comic and you were like, this is stupid, this is stupid. What are the chainsaw? All right, that's one for you. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a gold, gold lady with a chainsaw. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> but no dinosaurs. <laughs> no dinosaurs. Yeah, you can't put that shit on the cover and not even like hint at it. Not one dinosaur? Yeah. Bat, bat dinosaur. He would have been cool. So, yep, that's what I read. I was a little disappointed. I do plan to read, though. I will put a shout out to um, Floating World Comics, put out this cool comic called Night Hunters mm -hmm. um, by Alexis Zirit. He's the artist, uh, written by Dave Baker. And this comic just looks super cool. It's kind of like a throwback to like, early 90s comics it has like really cool just simple colors like yellow red purples um and it just looks like a super cool like 80s or like late 80s early 90s comic i don't know if you can see that nice um very like cyberpunk so if you're playing cyberpunk you might <laughs> play <the> comic <laughs> or more accurately right now waiting to play cyberpunk because they took it off your machine right yeah. <laughs> that too. Uh, yeah, so that's the comics. News. Are you are you following any of that nonsense? Uh, well, Mark is. Oh, sorry, we're gonna have some barking. Someone just knocked on my door. Uh, um, yes, Mark is playing Cyberpunk. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't I, taken off his machine. No, well, we, he bought a hard copy. Oh, nice. Yeah, but it does update constantly. Yeah, apparently, like somebody, I saw on Instagram today, somebody posted that it's downloading a seventy. A seven-hour update today. Seven hours? Like, maybe he has a shitty internet connection or something, but I still think that that's a bit excessive. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah there was, like, an hour update on his last night, so. God. But maybe you won't see, like, penises just randomly appear in your game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? That's a thing! And oh, boobs, my God. Too. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know that there are penises, like, you can do penises and boobs, and that's, like, an aspect of the gameplay. Well, I just don't understand why kids are complaining about that. <laughs> <laughs> like when we were kids, if you saw that penises and boobs appear, wouldn't you be like, "Woo!" I also saw that you can make a billy club that looks like a dildo, and you can hit people with a dick. See, artificial transgender penises. No, it's like regular penises. <laughs> he said there was artificial penises that were just appearing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad Keanu Reeves got paid. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Is there Keanu Reeves penises appearing? I mean, depending on how in deep you go with the character creator, I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, did he get naked? Finally, the Bill and Ted reunion we wanted. <laughs> and also, I was thinking about it, like, maybe kids just get to see penises, like, all the time, so they don't care anymore. Oh, yeah, it's like, accessibility. May, like, when we were kids, we had to, like, seek that shit out. And now they're just like, I can just go on the internet and look at a penis whenever I want. Look, look at like a, a hundred different dicks a minute. Like there's yeah. no. Right. Yeah. It's not as exciting. <laughs> I guess that's what, like, 
had this game come out like 15 years ago, there would have been congressional hearings. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And now no one cares. Did you watch this? Is This is a bit more tied into like uh, content, which I feel like is what the shit. Well, I guess the show is about. Uh, did you watch <laughs> um, High Score on Netflix? Yes. yes okay. So, uh, so I had never heard of this video game, the game that like, it was like a movie that they shot and it was like you play. Uh, yeah. What was it called? Oh, God, I don't remember. Oh God, I'm going to have to ask Mark again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like this weird graphic, violent, sexual um that was never intended to be as big as it got but then i guess some Stop friggin it. senator honed in on it yeah. to be like video games are bad and then i mean admittedly the uh, esrb ratings aren't like the worst thing to happen to gaming because we still kind of have whatever we want with grand theft auto and shit right. but um it's nuts how like a few years ago this is like this is the most devastating thing that could happen to games and now you can give yourself whatever kind of genitals you want Right. <laughs> Just with, with, with the slide of the thing and people are like, whatever. Yeah, we don't care. Just don't give it to children and children are still going to get it. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> of course they're going to get it. Yeah. Um, oh, well. <laughs> At least they don't care I... about comics anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're leaving comics alone. Although we had that dude come in to complain about safe sex. Remember that? Oh, yeah. But he was just a crazy person. He was just like a crazy Puritan dude who like was going store to store, I guess. Have we talked about this on the podcast? Do we care? I think we did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Already covered that. All right. Let's just get into the, unless you have another, anything else? No, I just, I kind of want to talk about Star Wars. There's actually a, a, a separate thing I want to talk about Star Wars. Uh, okay. Before we get into Star Wars, let's right. talk about Marvel Plus. Marvel oh, Plus? sure. What's it called? Let's Marvel Plus. Disney Plus, Marvel Plus. Yeah. The Marvel content. Uh, the Marvel content. And we're going to go in order of what's coming out okay so first uh wandavision that's coming first that's first oh, okay i uh, thought it would be falcon winter soldier but okay it was supposed to be falcon winter soldier uh-huh. but because of everything that's happening they uh, i guess had to push it back mm. um so wandavision premiere date is january 15th 2021 nice hella soon as an actual date okay so what we know so far uh vision is still dead after sure. the events um, of Endgame. But so what we think is that it's all going to take place in Scarlet, which is mind, or maybe mm. she's going to, what I actually think is that she's going to create, you know, like a whole house or like whole neighborhood probably. Right. Not actually just her mind. Like she has the powers to do that. She has the powers to bend reality. People just don't know that yet. Yeah, they haven't exhibited it in the movies at all. Like she could just right. sort of, she just sort of shoots hex bolts and can fly, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Right. The, uh, which I think is good because Scarlet, which her backstory and her powers are way too interesting to not, like they can make a whole movie. Yeah. But yeah. they, but she's a supporting player in the Avengers. They can't, they gotta, they're not gonna give her that time. So I think it's great she's getting a show. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be six episodes too. I think oh, okay. Yeah. Sort of short. Pretty much all of these shows are going to be six episodes. Okay. Um, so it's going to take place kind of like 1950s-esque household. Sure. What we've seen in the um, previews. Yeah. Um, Kevin Feig is running the series, show running the series. Oh. Um, he said yeah. it will directly lead into the film sequel, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which okay. will also be a part of. 
uh, which I'm excited about because her and Doctor Strange have always had like a close relationship as yeah. well in the comics. I really Even feel showing like, up in the new series, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like they actually are really taking more from the comics now, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about too in some of the other upcoming series. Nice. Um, so people who are joining the cast, um, it's pretty exciting. So Monica Rambeau will be in the cast played by... Uh, Tanoa or Tanoia, Tanoia, Tanoia Paris, right? Tanoia, yes, Paris from yeah. Dear White People, Chirac, and If Beale Street Could Talk. Also, the movie, us- not the show. I thought because uh, yeah. when I heard the the, the, uh, the actors who played Coco and Dear White People, I was really excited. But I haven't seen the movie. I've only watched the show, so I don't uh, know who this. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've, actually, I've only watched the movie, and I haven't seen the show. <laughs> the show's really good. Is it? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. let's see. Uh, also joining the cast is Catherine Hahn as the nosy neighbor. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she, she looks really good in the show. Cool. Um, fits really well. Uh, and then Randall Park and Kat Dennings will reprise their roles from the Thor movies, which is interesting. They're like, really, just uh, bringing everyone in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she was... She was uh, like her assistant. Jane's assistant. I don't remember who Randall Park was. Wasn't, wasn't he also, like... He was... Wasn't he also an assistant or like? Randall Park from like Fish Off the Boat and yeah, yeah, the yeah. interview. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd always be my maybe. Yeah. I, oh man, I vaguely recall him being in a Marvel movie, but I don't recall him being in any of the Thor movies. Was he not in Thor? Was he in the, was he in the Dark World? That's admittedly the Marvel movie I've seen the least. Yeah. Okay. Which I also, yeah, have seen the least. That and Hulk, Incredible Hulk, but Incredible Hulk doesn't count. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this one because it looks so different than any of the other shows. So like, it's kind of crazy that they're leading with this because yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier is such an obvious like. This is our first one. We know you you know what it is. It's gonna be a crowd pleaser. Whereas WandaVision is a bit more like cerebral and alt. I think it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it kind of looks like Legion too a little bit. Like yeah. Um, where we have no idea what's going to actually happen. <laughs> I say cerebral and all. It's still a Disney Plus property. Uh, <laughs> it's still made by the biggest media conglomerate in existence, so it's not going to be like fucking primer or anything. But yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, as we go down the line, it gets pretty weird. Okay. okay. Then uh, March nineteenth, twenty twenty one, Falcon Winter Soldier will come out. Also, right. the trailer has dropped for that. Um, The series takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame, which means Falcon is in possession of Captain America's shield. Uh, So that comic has gone up in price. uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, it was crazy after all this news dropped at the store. Mm -hmm. It was just flippers everywhere. Sure. Trying to get all the comics. Uh, Emily Von Camp will also reprise her Winter Soldier role as Sharon Carter. Oh, great. Yeah. They're just bringing everybody back for all of these. It's pretty crazy. Um, the big new addition uh, will be Wyatt Russell as John Walker, who in the comics, do you know? Do you know who that is? John Walker. Is that U.S. agent? Super Patriot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Close. You're close. <laughs> um, and then Malcolm Spellman serves as the showrunner. Well, Sabrina's Kari- brother. Oh, yes. Sabrina's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and this is interesting. Uh, Kari Skogland of The Handmaid's Tale is directing. Oh, okay. So super depressing. Cool. And... <laughs> uh, real quick aside, speaking yeah. of Sabrina, did you see the teaser that the original Hilda and Zelda are coming back? No. 
Really? Okay, yeah. I, it's for season season four, chapter four, whatever they're calling it, in the fourth like installment. They're gonna do like they made it clear that it's like a weird dream sequence, but they got um the Hilda and Zelda from the sitcom to appear as Sabrina's aunts in like a fantasy sequence. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. Melissa and they're Jones right back in. I'm not doing it because Satan. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, but like, I think they just wanted to have the ants interacting with, uh, what's her name? Sabrina. I, I think, uh, no, well, Sabrina, but like, no, the actress. Um, oh yeah, she's a weird name. Yeah, Kiernan. Sedgwick. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, she was she was Sally Frigga Draper. I I should know her name, but. Um, Sedgwick. <laughs> yeah, Kyra Sedgwick. Yes, she's married to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I watched the clip and they slide right back in and they're doing like the same back and forth with the, the, the straight man, Zelda, silly Hilda. It was, it's great. I'm excited. Pretty great. I saw an I interview give them more. Uh, with Melissa Joan Hart mm. and um, the interviewer, there, she had like some dumb Christmas Hallmark movie as she always does like every year. Yeah. And they're talking about first Clarissa, Clarissa Explains It All, which was mm -hmm. one of my favorite shows when it was out. And then he was like, do you think there'll ever be a Sabrina reunion? And she just looked like somebody had like killed her cat. Um, yes, that cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, no, because you know, there's that other show on Netflix. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. <laughs> it'd, be so, it'd be so funny. Cause like, if she doesn't want to do it, like the idea of uh, Kiernan Shipka, yeah, there it is. Uh, <laughs> the idea of Kieran and Shipka walking through the sitcom of hers and interacting with the guy who played Harvey and uh, um, Martin Mull as the principal, and they like they just bring back everybody. They don't have to address why everyone's like you know twenty years older, but uh, yeah, <laughs> there is I, that. <laughs> I, I know they won't. I know it's going to be like when Bob's Burger showed up on Archer, uh -huh. um, and how it was like, oh, get it, wink, wink, remember that thing you also like, right? But uh, yeah, that'd be fucking rad. That'd be pretty great. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, Falco, Falcon Winter Soldier uh, sure. will premiere. Oh, so yeah, it was originally slotted to premiere August 2020. Oh. Yeah. But, oh, oh uh, right. But because yeah. of COVID, yeah. now it's slotted for March. So yeah, I wonder if that's going to be weird with the Wanda show, if they had like plans of crossover or anything, but Mm -hmm. uh next is probably one i'm most excited about well i'm really excited about wandavision but uh is loki yeah uh the trailer was amazing it looks so good also i think this one's most related to the comic series which is loki agent of asgard right um but this picks up after he like sneaks away due to the time travel kerfuffle right yeah. so after the whole tesseract right confusion so this is a different loki basically this is a loki that didn't experience any of the character growth that he experienced after the first avengers movie correct yeah so he's still kind of like evil plotting yeah. loki yeah he doesn't have any any uh what's the word i'm looking for yeah any attachment because yeah, he, he essentially he redeemed himself in in ragnarok and in right. um and then he died at the beginning of Infinity War. So this is, but now we're back to like, nope, all that is wiped away. He's he's yeah. back to being the guy who was locked up by the Avengers for the Battle of New York. Right, exactly. Um, so this is pretty uh, exciting news. So 
writer, Rick and, Rick and Morty writer, Michael Waldron, was tapped as showrunner. Oh, wild. And Kate Heron, sex education, from sex education, is going to be directing the show. Oh, cool. I love that show. Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah. Um, this was also going to be slotted. Uh, production was was early 2020, but also interrupted during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but the date is supposed to be still May 2021. So we'll see if that happens. Um, yeah, so super excited for that. Great. Um, next is What If. Yep. So this is going to actually be 23 episodes. I think the animation looks absolutely spectacular. Yeah, it looks great. If you're not familiar what What If is, it was a long-running comic series um, from Marvel that explores what would happen if certain scenarios happen differently in the MCU. For example, do you want to give us an example, Jacob? Uh, yeah, I mean, the first issue of What If from the 70s was what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Because in <laughs> Spider-Man number one, he yeah. says, hey, I want to join the FF, and they reject him, but what if they didn't? Or right. uh, what if the first time they met, Wolverine killed the Hulk? Right. In Wolverine's first appearance. Or one of, my, one of the first comics I remember owning as a young person, what if Spider-Man never got rid of the black costume? Right. What if he learned what it was, but just decided, all right, well, it helps me fight evil, so I'm going to keep it. And then it grows and corrupts him more. It's, that's a really freaky comic. Yeah. The dope thing about what if is that, similar to the Injustice thing, anything can happen. You can kill off characters, you can completely change, fuck up the status quo, whatever you want to do. Right. Um, and I think that doing it animated means you can bring everybody back. Mm-hmm. All the actors and everything. I think they confirmed every actor will come back to play themselves except Robert Downey Jr. They did. Yeah. yeah. It's literally everybody, including um, Chadwick Boseman actually does have a part. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. I know. So it's kind of like a memorial towards him as well, which is That's really cool. nice. So, yeah. RIP Chadwick Boseman. We'll get to see. Yeah. Or hear at least one last time him playing. And, and any lines that they needed him to record that they didn't get, they could just borrow from the James Brown movie. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> when does that come out? That's been out for ages. Oh, that's out? Oh, oh that, 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 that came out, like, before Black Panther. Oh, shit. I yeah. never saw that. Was he, it did, he did a bit on SNL where he reprised James Brown, and it was awesome <laughs> when he hosted. Yeah. Um, Get On Up, that's the movie. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. He has a new movie out on Netflix this week as well. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, um, Doug Benson liked it. He tweeted about it. Yeah, Benson liked it. Well, yeah. then I'll watch it. Sorry, <laughs> actually. Um, okay. Doug Benson next. likes a lot of crap, like just because he, really he likes does. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next is Hawkeye. Um, there's not a lot of more news for Hawkeye. They they put a teaser trailer out. Sure. But it's you know again filming has uh, been cut because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So now that one is slotted for 2022. I don't mm. know. I think something else happened with that because there's still more shows that they just announced that are coming out in 2021. I think Jeremy Renner just got another job personally, but <laughs> that sounds logical. I mean, he, he's still, I mean, even though he's quote unquote, just Hawkeye, he's still a pretty big star. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Then this was huge news. I thought, uh, Miss Marvel is. Yeah. Uh, so, Okay. Miss Marvel is going to be premiering first, or like I guess her first scene will be in Captain Marvel 2, where okay. her power. That's appropriate. Yeah. And we, we know Miss Marvel is an inhuman. Mm-hmm. 
So they're going to kind of have to attach. I don't know if Miss Marvel's going to just, or Captain Marvel's going to give her powers or that's what they're kind of like hinting at or something, which mm -hmm. isn't you know, what happens in the comic. Um, so I hope they kind of stick with the comic more, but they say something about Captain Marvel, like handing her powers or handing, maybe it's just handing her mantle down to Miss Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. M Maybe it'll have some because the Eternals had a hand. No, never mind. The Eternals don't have anything to do with the Inhumans. The Inhumans are a Cree thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a newcomer, Iman Vellani, won the role of Miss Marvel and will lead the series. Um, Bisha K. Ali from Four Weddings and a Funeral has been tapped as showrunner while directors. Um, Adil L. Arby and Bilal Fala for Bad Boys for Life. Okay. Be directing. Sweet. A lot of action. All right. I'm going to keep going through these as fast as possible because there's a lot to get through. Um, right. And there's not a lot more information for these. These are all like to be announced. Uh, Moon Knight, sure. I think we've already talked about that, is Oscar Isaacs. Um, oh, yeah. Great call. Very excited about that one. Mm -hmm. um, next is She-Hulk. And they actually have casted this now. Uh, Tatiana Maslani. Yeah, from Orphan Black. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We did. We talked about that, right? I don't think we did. Uh, um, okay. our, what's funny is that uh, um, uh, they they announced like the press release uh -huh. about the, who they like the, the casting notice went out, and they said in the casting notice, Allison Brie type, and Allison Brie is like, guys, by the time this shooting will start, Glow will be over. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then they go get Tatiana Maslany. I guess. All right, sure. <laughs> Alison Brie's so little, though. I guess it doesn't matter because it's just going to be CG, right? She turns into She-Hulk, yeah. yeah. I, for a while, I forget the name of the actress, but she was either Rizzoli or Isles. Really, really, really wanted to play She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, Probably, I don't know which one it is either. The, the black-haired one. The dark-haired one, yeah. <laughs> the dark-haired one, yeah. She used to be on Law & Order. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, okay, so it sounds like they're doing it directly from the She-Hulk comic that was out a few years back. Was that the Dan? Uh, Dan Slott or Charles Soule? Charles Soule. Oh, you. okay. Yeah. The one that's more lawyery because he's a lawyer. Yeah, because and it's saying that she's going to be the lawyer to the superheroes. Right. And she's She-Hulk all the time in that comic. She's never not She-Hulk. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Dan Slott, his run, which was a comic I was really into in high school, I, I, I probably still own every issue of that run. Um, both volumes. He uh, he had her work at a law firm that didn't want to hire. Like She Hulk was a lawyer. Um, she she was a lawyer, but then they didn't want to hire She Hulk. They wanted to hire Jennifer Walters, so she was Jennifer Walters, even though she could control her transformations. Yeah. Um. But I, but that's what's weird about that is that like She Hulk was already a really established character when they did that. So are they going to do an origin story and then have her be like, okay, now it's like three years later. I know my powers. Everyone in the Avengers knows me. I'm a lawyer now. Yeah. No, no. It's good question. Yeah. I think they have to do an origin story because no one knows about her receiving her blood transfusion from Bruce Banner. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think, didn't they say Mark Ruffalo is down? He'll be yeah, in, he's it? in it too. Okay, cool. Literally everybody. Oh, and Tim Roth. Oh, not, oh, right. Abomination. Yeah. Yeah. So but here's my question. Are yeah. we going to ever get follow-up on the cliffhanger left hanging from the Edward Norton Hulk movie where Tim Blake Nelson plays the leader. Yeah, probably not. 
<laughs> I mean, why, uh, why not? They're doing everything else. That's true. They're making a She-Hulk show, and they kept with the leader. At the, seven, come back for season two. Like that, it'd be, you know, uh, 15 years after the the, uh, the Incredible Hulk movie, but like, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson's still dope. Yeah, and the leader is a great bad guy, so. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. We'll see. Uh, okay, getting through this secret invasion. We got to yes. have Samuel L. Jackson back, right? Of course. Got to be in something. All the scrolls. And, yep. And ben, I'm surprised that's not going to be a movie. I know. I'm surprised, too. Uh, this is uh, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Um, right. The Secret Invasion is a limited series. Uh, ben Mendelsohn reprises his Captain Marvel Marvel role as Skrull Talos. And right. Samuel Jackson co-stars as Nick Fury. Um, in the storyline, in the comics at least, uh, many notable superheroes replaced by Skrull lookalikes. Captain Marvel flipped the script and made the Skrulls the empathetic good guys and the Kree mm -hmm. their sworn enemy. Um, the bad guys, last we saw Nick Fury was floating in space abroad a massive Skrull ship, so we expect this to be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to have to lead into either Captain Marvel 2 or a new movie, right? You could have yeah. such a big comic series. Yeah, and like you could bring everybody back again. You could even bring Robert Downey Jr. back for a hot second. And say, "Hey guys, I'm not dead. Actually, I'm a scroll." So right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, he he wouldn't do it, but they could. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, uh, Ironheart has also been slotted. That's cool. Yep, played by Dominique Thorne um, from Beale Street Could Talk. Nice. Armor Wars with Don Cheadle. These ones don't have like any information. It's just more. Uh, I am Groot. Uh, this is going to be a short series or like a series of shorts. I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah. James Gunn is gonna, one of the executive producers on it. Uh, and that's it. Vinny D coming back to do the voice. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> it doesn't say actually. It doesn't say Vin Diesel. but I'm I can't sure. imagine that he wouldn't. Yeah. He's got to yeah. get that money. What yeah. else is he doing? I mean, they could probably just, they have a whole library of him saying, I am Groot in different contexts. Yeah. So they could just like, all right, where's angry one? There we go. I bet where's he has confused? something in his contract that is like, I have to play him for everything that Marvel does. Including alternate language. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yo soy Groot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> What's it in French? Je m'appelle Groot. I oh think. yeah, duh. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Italian. It's io sono Groot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the only times when uh, it's the same dude. And he recorded every instance of "I am Groot" for all, for I guess both movies plus the Infinity movies. Wow. Yeah. Good. Good for Vin Diesel. Yeah. All right, we got to get into Star Wars now. Yeah. <laughs> just, it just keeps going. Yeah. And then we'll uh, spoil Mandalorian. Okay. Uh, let's get into the first one. Obviously, The Mandalorian, season three. Yeah. Um, that's Although, not... the status quo established at the end of season two. I know. We're gonna, we have questions. We'll, we will talk about that. Yeah. Can't talk about it until later, though. Right. Okay. So that's December 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay um next andor so andor's cast is diego luna alan tudyk stellan skarsgård kyle solar genevieve o'reilly fiona shaw and denise goff at least two of those guys were in rogue one 
Yeah, Alan Tudyk and Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, Diego Luna, right? Diego Luna. Oh yeah, he was also in Rogue One, right? Yeah. So, well, and both of them died in Rogue what? One. This is a Rogue One prequel series. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so all of those people. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's why uh, we're doing this. It's a Rogue One prequel. It's doesn't say how many episodes it's going to be. Release date is 2022. Um, it's got some pretty good writers on it. Um, and the House of Cards showrunner, Bo Williman. I've never watched House of Cards, nor will I, because it's yeah. too at this point. Yeah. It's good. As have I. Mm-hmm. All right. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Showrunner is Joby Harold. Right. Um, and this is filling the gap between uh, Sith and Hope. Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the New Sith. Ugh. And we just found out Hayden Christensen is joining the cast. Right. So that's crazy. Yeah. I'm so okay. Here's my two cents on that. I'm actually okay with that. I don't think he ever got a fair shake. Yeah, I think that you know if he works with a better writer, then maybe he give him the opportunity to not be a, a cardboard cutout of a person. Yeah, it's and the director too, whoever's directing. Yeah. It um because i've seen him in some other movies and he was really good yeah so maybe he'll have a chance at redemption and especially he's gonna be really bad probably in these so yeah and uh, i actually saw him play like a serial killer in a movie and he was really scary well is he playing vader uh yeah Returning okay to play darth vader so he's in the suit and everything yeah because it's after revenge of the sith so he got all burned up right but Without James Earl Jones doing the voice, it'll be Hayden Christensen doing the voice. James, is it James Earl Jones is still alive? Yeah, no, <laughs> of course, but I was saying, what's the point of getting Hayden Christensen to be oh, the body yeah. of Darth Vader? It's not like I mean, you could just get anybody. Like for uh, friggin' Rogue One, they just got like they got a guy, and he's a huh. guy for other things that they've shot. Um, I, I haven't watched Revenge of the Sith in a really long time. At the end, do they put the helmet on him? Yeah, yeah and he right? goes, "No, it's yeah. really stupid," but it's James Earl Jones, right? Right, right, right. So huh. if they're it, just getting Hayden Christensen to play, I mean, maybe they're going to shoot like flashback shit. Although that's what I was thinking, yeah. Like, I mean, although it's been ten years. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Years. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka. Uh, right. Rosario, Rosario Dawson will be getting her own show. I am excited. Yeah. <laughs> really sure. good. great. All right, no premiere date, no showrunner has been announced. Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic. A second live action Mandalorian spinoff has been announced. Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, so it's going to be set in the same timeline as the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's just going to be about the Rangers. They've talked right. about the Mandalorian. Cool. <laughs> Nothing Star- else. Starring, is, is it going to be Gina Carano? I don't know. Did you hear about that Gina Carano news? Uh, I mean, constantly. She's one of the most followed accounts on Parlor. Yeah. I'm sure she had to apologize, but I don't know if people are going to want to work with her. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, apparently, even though, like, Cara Dune is a cool character, and it's really dope seeing her in the show, but, like, uh, <laughs> they're not selling her Funko Pops. Like, people are telling me that they, they go to Walmart and they see all this, the mantle of Funko Pops and everything's gone, except there's still, like, a good chunk. You know, people are buying them, but, like, it's definitely affecting her character's 
popularity. Yeah, it affected my popularity towards her. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like me anymore either. No, she wouldn't. Right. Uh, yeah, I was very disappointed by it. So, and I'm sure all of Disney Plus was disappointed by it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Are they just going to phase her out or I mean, that by our contract? I have no idea. They put a decent button on the end of her character. At the, now, again, this isn't really spoiling, but like they, there's no reason that they have to go back to that well. Yeah. Um, they could totally just not do it, but. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch. So this is a continuation of the Clone Wars series. Okay. Uh, Baloney will return to shepherd his new show. Um, I never watched the Clone Wars. Um, did, me neither. Okay. I just the animation always bugged me, so maybe they'll make the animation better in this one. Well, they had there were there were two Clone Wars shows. The one that was two D animated and looked like Dexter's Lab because it was Jenny Tartofsky. Um, and then there was a three D one, which I think was them going. And for all I know, they like. I don't know if the 2D one is even on Disney Plus. The 3D one definitely is, and then Rebels, yeah. which which I heard is great. I heard it's great too, but the uh, animation just bugs me so much. And it's got like Boba Fett's origin story, and they got the kid who played him in Clones. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe it'll yeah. look better. Well, I mean, it is years later too. So. Right. Okay. This one I'm really excited about. This is called The Acolyte. Now, there's okay. not too much information about it yet, but it's Russian doll creator and showrunner. Oh. Uh, yeah, Leslie Headland. Right. She's been hired to write and direct and showrun the new series. Okay. So that's super cool. Is it um, Natasha Leone? No. Please, please, <laughs> please, please, please. Uh, well, we'll see. There's been no, um, they haven't announced who's in it yet. But, okay, it takes place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline than all of the other projects. This series is described as a mystery thriller led by a female character. And it's okay. uh, set in the final days of the High Republic era. Ooh, I don't know. Of the High Republic. Of the so High like Republic, yeah. Prequel era, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take us into a galaxy of shadowy secrets emerging dark side powers. Hmm. I don't know. It just sounds really cool and like a part that we've never seen before. That sounds dope. Secret agents and mm -hmm. like I don't know that. I mean, I loved Russian Doll so much. Oh, so good. We, so good. Oh, we just watched it. Yeah. I do, okay. Do you want a second season? I don't think so. They they're doing one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean, I think that like uh, if if I I think they were they wanted to do a second season and that's why the ending sort of seemed like sudden. Yeah. I would have liked if they'd done an extra like five minutes, denouement, and then like, great, we're done. That's it. Yeah. But I, they are getting a second season. I have no idea what could possibly happen. I enjoyed the first season a lot, so I can't see it being bad, but like, yeah. I mean, must we? Yeah, it was so perfect. It was yeah. such a perfect show, and like, kind of like, like, you know, like British shows, like, they don't have second seasons, and they were just like a perfect sure it, yeah you know what i mean like you don't need it that's it like a perfect movie don't don't ruin it with a, with a sequel uh the office what the considered one of the most important british sitcoms of all time 16 episodes right 12 yeah. episodes yeah plus yeah. a christmas special boom yeah done yeah <laughs>
All right, uh, Lando. Which oh yeah. Knew was coming. Um, so there's no mention of Donald Glover. Uh, so we're not sure if he's going to be cast. I know he's very busy. Just get Billy D. Williams and act like, and no one is like, why are you old? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, Maybe it could just be Lando now. Why does it have to be early stages of Lando? Yeah. What's he up to? He's like retired. Yeah. He's just playing cards by himself. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, what would be really cool is if it was like similar to Solo where you show how Han and Chewie became friends. Show how Lando and Nia Num became friends. We just, I just showed Annie the original trilogy. We just watched it um, last for the first, she'd never seen it and we watched it for the first time this last week. And I oh, forgot okay. how great I was Nia just Num making a, a face. What? I was, I was just frozen. Oh, okay. Because whenever I hear that somebody hasn't seen Star Wars, the Star Wars trilogy, I just, my brain breaks a little bit. Well, she loves The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I've been saying, let's just watch Star Wars. She's like, okay. She, she was always kind of not really super into it. We watched the first one. She was like, that was really good. Like, I, you know, it, you sort of build it up in your mind a lot, but she thought right. it was really great. Mm -hmm. And then she, I think her favorite was Jedi. Okay. Um. And then Fortune... Okay, never mind. I don't want to talk about Ed Lauren's spoilers yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pretty much there. Yeah. That was all of the Star Wars shows. I think there's movies, too. Um, oh, yeah. They're making a Rogue Squadron movie? Yeah, the Rogue Squadron... Squadron? Squadron movie. Patty Jenkins, right? Yes. That, that's, be... that sounds... That's going to be really cool. And then Taika is also doing one as well. Oh, yeah, but it's no details except Taika Waititi is doing yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the conversation was, Taika, do whatever you want with Star Wars. And he's like, I'll let you know what I have the idea. Give me my money first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. Have you watched, there's also that like making of Mandalorian. No, I, I should check that out. Yeah, there's one with Taika and it's hilarious. Because he directed the first season finale. Yes. And he was IG thirty three or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty amazing. Like he looks just like a blast to work with, but also mm -hmm. very strange. <laughs> I mean, I, I considering how much I've enjoyed every movie he's made, I feel like oh, there's still like one or two I haven't seen. I haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People yet. Um, you see that one? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Boy? No, I don't think so. It's probably his lowest budget movie okay. and the one with the least impact but it's about like this uh i mean this this kid uh and like he's broke and it's about his relationship with his father his father's played by taika um and this it, it takes uh he's obsessed with michael jackson and so it takes place in the 80s um <laughs> and yeah it's it's a uh the least ambitious taika watiti movie yeah. um but it is really good he filmed it like on 50 dollars or whatever or something yeah like i'm yeah. sure uh, that a lot of the people that I, I feel like aren't trained actors, so he just got, like, people from the community to come hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I'll definitely have to check that one out. Yeah. All right. I think we've uh, come to the time. Right. All right. So if you have not watched The Mandalorian season finale... Yeah. It's been almost 48 hours. You should okay. probably watch it. There's actually one other thing that is 
Star Wars related, but also ties into like other media properties that I just okay. want to talk about. Okay. So after watching Mandalorian, yes, people were. I, I was on the phone with my folks because they they watch they they're a big fan too, and they okay. were saying, "When does this take place? When is this after? What should we watch?" <laughs> um, and I'm like, "It takes place after Jedi, like a yeah. year or two. I'm not sure exactly when." Five years. Five years. Oh, really? Five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought it was way anyway. Um, way sooner. So then, and also because I just finished watching the original trilogy with my wife, now she wants to know what's going to happen next in Star Wars. She's like, let's jump to episode seven. And I'm like, no, let's watch the prequels. Because if we're going to watch all of them, you go back and watch the prequels. And I feel like this is a conversation that comes up a lot when talking about nerd media, like Star Trek. uh, I was thinking about Terminator, Alien, all these things that have movies that come out and that take place in different order in the timeline. Right. And the question is always, what order should you watch these things? And I'm here to say right now, the order that they came out with no exceptions. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. No exceptions. Okay. The order they came out. <laughs> this, is, I, this, isn't a conf- this isn't a debate. I, I, I want to make this, because people talk about machete order. Mm-hmm. Cool. Fine. I get it. That's for rewatching. Right. If you're taking the media for the first time, like, we're going to watch the, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to watch Force Awakens. Then we're going to watch Rogue One. Then we're going to watch Last Jedi. We're going right. to skip Solo. I, it doesn't matter. It's not good. <laughs> We're going to skip it. Solo. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, you don't need to watch it. Like, I, I, I didn't watch it. kind of order. I didn't watch it until like maybe two years after it came out. And I recall thinking, I didn't need to see it. I saw it in theaters and I had very low expectations going in. Okay. I was like, eh. But then I came out and I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to prioritize it. I'll say that. No, but not, like, right. okay, there have been five, six, five theatrically released Terminator movies, right? Ugh. Yes. <laughs> and okay, sure. Maybe Rise Against the Machines sucked. That's three. Yes. Yeah. And maybe Genesis sucked. Yeah. Also. But yeah. You don't watch friggin' uh You don't need to watch Salvation. Just watch two. You just and, watch Terminator all... and you watch Judgment Day. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> you don't need to watch okay. anything else. Or, okay, Alien. You don't watch Prometheus first. No. <laughs> you don't watch Prometheus first. <laughs> yeah. You just... Yeah. yeah uh, someone was, like, telling me that the Narnia books actually should be read in a different order, like the chronological order in which they occur. Really? Yeah, what? starting with, like, the magician's chair, or the magician's assistant... And then well, I haven't with, read those in years, so I can't comment on that. <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's like a timeline on the back. I think it was like my sister had this printing that had the timeline, both the order that they came out and the order that they take place. And it's saying, oh, this is the actual order in which you should read them. Again, Ugh. I don't care what anybody says. No. If you're going to skip a part, skip it. But don't go watch this, then watch this, even though they came out in a different order. No. No, no. Ugh. And just, you know, as far as Star Wars goes, just don't watch the prequels. You don't need to. They suck. Uh, I <laughs> am looking forward to revisiting two and three because I haven't seen them since they were in theaters. But they're and... so bad. Well, I, I, I recall enjoying yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, God. To the Yoda battle. Everyone's like, that Yoda battle was so cool. And then I watched it again and I was like, this is the worst animation ever. It just Yeah, that was bad. Uh, I'm more thinking of uh, Obi-Wan versus Anakin in the volcano. 
That is not a good movie. Be quiet. Sorry. <laughs> I, I've I've heard. I was listening to Lauren Lapkus and Nicole Byers Newcomers podcast. They had on someone who said their favorite Star Wars movie, full stop, was Revenge of the Sith. That's because they were thirteen when they saw it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole Star Wars documentary that was about that, and it was like kids that saw that, you know, when it was in theaters, like like really enjoyed that, and they were like <clears throat> interviewing people in line. And that's what they would say. Well, I loved Phantom Menace when it came out when I was nine. Right. And uh, now I have accepted it for being bad. Like, sure, people told me it was bad. Like, right. that's what everyone was saying, that it was that it was bad. And I said, and I'm like, oh, I liked it. But then I watched it when they re-released it in 3D shortly before Disney bought Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was just me and my friend Andrew in the theater. Literally two people in the theater, just us. It was one of my favorite movie-going experiences of my life. And I left that theater like feeling someone had stolen a piece of my soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was whack, but I don't know. We're going to, I'm going to rewatch it. Ugh, I'm sorry. All right. Moving on to something that was very watchable. Right. Mandalorian. <laughs> All right. Yeah. If you don't want to listen to this, turn this off now. Yeah. Do not watch it. If you're not a real Star Wars fan, turn this off now. Can I say, have you ever been anti-spoiled for something? Anti? What does that mean? This is a term that I invented. This is when <laughs> someone posts something online that you misinterpret as a spoiler. And so when you're watching the thing, you think, oh, is this what they were talking about? And then when something else happens, you goes, oh, no, I was wrong. That wasn't a spoiler. <laughs> no. I spring this up because for a while I was like, is it Kyle Katarn? Kyle Katarn? Kyle Katarn is an extended universe character that is one of the more... It's a character that a lot of people are like, he could totally slide right back in. He was a former stormtrooper that turned out to be Force-sensitive. And then somehow, there's a series of novels that are about him getting trained in the ways of the Force, and then in the years following Jedi, he becomes an ally of, like, Han and Leia and them. Okay, that's why his name sounds familiar. Is he in the uh, he's probably in comics. He's he's popped up. I think he's in video games. He's popped up in all. He's uh, again like like Mara Jade or like Dash Rendar, Princess right. or whatever. He was a popular enough character that he appeared in multiple places. Okay. Um, so there's there was a theory that he would show up and be the Jedi that is summoned. Okay. And so during the fight, I was like, "We're not seeing his face." This is before I saw the glove tan. Once I saw the glove tan, right. I was like, "It's fucking Luke." There's no way it's not fucking Luke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but Kyle Katarn's an, Kyle Katarn's another white guy, so I'm like, maybe this is. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's him. Yeah. Uh, but you already just spoiled it for everybody. <laughs> I thought we were going to lead into it. Oh, no. We said, we, you said starting now. So I now know. we're in the safe zone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to like like weave our way into it and carefully go. And then you're just Everyone like, knows. Everyone who's listening right. knows. We don't need to. Yeah. It's fucking I Luke. actually cried. Oh, my God. When, <laughs> when, when, it, when it turned out to be Luke or when, when Grogu left? Oh, well, both. But okay. I, I didn't cry. No. I. I got like emotional for Luke, but I oh my god, when he took off his helmet. Yeah, and the, I, oh my god. No, but when we first saw Luke, because it's like it attached everything. I mean, Boba Fett. I didn't cry when I saw Boba Fett because I just I knew it was going to be Boba Fett. Yeah, and that was like cool and like a fun it, but, moment. Yeah, but, but but Luke, I was like, oh my god, when I first saw him and coming down the hallway, and I saw the cloak. And I was like, oh my God. And the green lightsaber. That's really, really, I know other people had green lightsabers, but right. I saw the green lightsaber and I was like, oh my God, I think it's Luke. I think, I think it's Luke. 
And I got mm-hmm. my heart literally started pounding in my mm-hmm. chest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am the biggest nerd. But I also feel like all of these other nerds are watching it. It's just it's like this experience we're all having together. <laughs> this big Star Wars experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when, uh, so when Grogu was sitting on the thing to summon a Jedi, um, I was talking to Annie, who, again, we're watching the movies. And she's like, oh, maybe he calls Luke. And I'm like, they're not going to fucking do that. <laughs> we're moving to the other room because there's oh, cooking going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it was just so. And then when he took off his hat, when he took off the hood and it was like super CGI, Mark Hamill looking like he did. I mean, they didn't even make him look like he did in empire of jedi when his face was kind of busted because of his motorcycle accident they made him look like a new hope luke which sure fine fuck whatever yeah i know it, was, was that mark hamill doing the voice yeah it was mark hamill it said at the end oh okay mark hamill i i didn't watch the credits because i was crying you didn't watch the credits i watched after no i didn't pay okay. attention to the names in the credits of course i stuck around okay <laughs> when, when it didn't go to like usually it shrinks the screen down right i was like something's happening oh yeah yeah. Mine, I always watch the credits because I like to see the art direction. Oh, end. yeah, but after that part, that's when they shrink it down and try uh, to get you to watch something else. Okay, got it. Yeah. Why doesn't do that? You get a weird Disney Plus. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah. Yeah, th- no, the, the concept art yeah. is one of the most satisfying moments. It's great. I, I, yeah, because, like, you find out that, oh, the cookies that he was stealing from that kid were originally Oreos. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then they were like, it's Star Wars. Make it blue for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Burr can have a Boston accent, but we right. can't have Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, sorry. I, I I need to bring this up to you, and I want to get your reaction on the recording. Yeah. Have you seen Godmothered on Disney Plus? No. Okay. It's it's a sweet, cute kids movie. It's not anything to to write home about, but. I do feel that I should mention it to you specifically Uh-oh. because there is an extended scene that is a tailgate at a Boston Bruins game. Okay, well then we'll have to watch it. Okay, I was like, <laughs> as I was watching it, I was like, I'm gonna have to tell Jessica about this. <laughs> tailgate at Boston Bruins games? In this movie they do. Oh my God, I feel like that's not a real thing. Or yeah. maybe it is. <laughs> we'll have uh... to ask. <laughs> also, it contains an incredibly dark joke the darkest joke i've ever heard in a pg movie in a kids movie in a kids movie all right it's it's one of those it's like animaniacs where it'll go over any kid's head but like Uh, okay um when i heard it i turned to my wife and i was like did that actually happen in this fucking fairy godmother movie (laughs) i heard it was good i heard that people like on the internet are talking about it and like i i would say that I mean, I'd say that anyone who finds themselves in a situation where they have to entertain some children around the holidays and you throw it on, you'll be entertained. They'll be entertained. Yeah. What if I just want to watch a sappy movie? Is that a good one to watch? Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Yeah, Jillian Bell is really, uh, um, really entertaining in it. Yeah. All right. Back to the Mandalorian. Back to Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you by Disney Plus, as all episodes. Right. And end credit scene. We have to talk about that. Oh, yeah. So, um, for a split second, I thought that Luke would be trading Grogu at Jabba's palace (laughs) just as, like, a big fuck you to Jabba. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Jabba's dead. Jabba's dead. We know that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I knew Boba Fett was going back there, obviously. Oh, really? 
well, once once they are coming down the stairs, I was like, oh, it's obviously. Oh, sure. Pit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that, you know. Right. But it made sense. He got out of the Sarlacc pit. He's pissed off. Right. He, yeah. He probably has money to collect from. Well, there. but I don't know why he would pissed off at Java. He and Java, like, I, that, that's my that's my question. Java probably owes him money. Well, yeah, but he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever's taken over the throne, which I was confused about. What's his name? Bib Fortuna. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bib Fortuna. I thought he died. That was very So, um, after watching Jedi, yeah. uh, I tweeted, you might have seen this, is Max Revo a bad person? Um, <laughs> because he is, sure, he's a musician, and he, sure, right. he's the entertainer for one of the most devious criminals in the galaxy. Right. But he's just trying to find a paying gig, and if you have to yeah. do a, right. I mean, hey, Al Capone's band probably weren't bad people. Yeah, they, just they were just pay. being paid by Al Capone. They were getting paid right. dirty money, but um, yeah. so I was like, I, I, I was like, oh, I guess Max Rebo died when the barge exploded. Yeah. Um, and then I looked it up. No, he and the band got out. All 12 members of the band escaped. Oh, all right. I guess when the fight was going down, they were like, fuck this and peaced and so out. Bib Fortuna also just got out, I guess. Because I guess, Jabba was dead. Right. I guess when they all turned and saw Jabba was dead, they were like, all right, there's really no reason to stick around. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that the only person who, I think everyone who was alive at the time the ship exploded got out, leaving just yeah. Jabba there to. Okay. Yeah. So he's taken over Jabba's palace. Right. And then that ends quickly. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> fat for really no reason. I think it was just a gag. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> I wonder if they brought back that actor. No, it was, uh, I looked it up and it was like, the recording sound engineer. I <laughs> <laughs> was playing him. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everybody throw your name in the hat. Whoever pulls it out gets to be Bib Fortuna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, well, like, uh, I don't know if we discussed this on the show, but... Um, the episode of the Sokotano that's like uh -huh. a, a, a a Seven Samurai or like a... Right. Uh, a, 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 a Kira Tosa... No. Um, that's a wrestler. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. The, the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the director. Mm -hmm. um, the guy, the like Asian guy who doesn't have any lines, but he sort of like appears to be sort of running things and he and Mando kind of nod at each other. Yeah. That guy is an architect and designer who's responsible for the design of every ship in the Disney Cruise Line. Oh, right. damn. Yeah. He, he's also designed attractions for um, the Asian parks. Oh, shit. So they just um, have these people walk on and be characters? He, he's, he's one of the most influential Disney d designers of the modern era, full stop. And <laughs> I don't know how, it, how maybe he called in a favor. Maybe they were like, hey, we want to do this tribute thing to you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's, he'd never acted before. <laughs> That's cool. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think they have a lot of walk-on roles like that, actually. Sure. Um, just, we need to get in that costume and play this character and sit yeah. in the ship for 12 hours. George <laughs> Lucas's kids were in, uh, the, one of the Senate scenes in yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got action figures of them. Yeah, I mean, it's Star Wars. You put makeup right. on anybody, they can be, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the rumor is, a lot of people are thinking, so they announced the new Boba Fett show, right? The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. So now, and then it also says December 2021. Right. So people are saying, or the rumor is that they're thinking that might be Mandalorian season three. I think that's true. <laughs> I think it might be as well. Like yeah. that could be the new chapter. So they kind of closed the door 
on the Mandalorian, on right? Jin or whatever. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna use him again. Obviously, it's not completely over. Yeah, but I think the bad. Baby Yoda saga, the Grogu saga. Yeah, is over. They're just. I mean, they're not. What are they gonna show him training with Luke? Are no. they gonna explain why he's not in the sequels? Well, I know why. Because they're all dead. Oh, because Kylo Ren. Oh, right. I know. Well, Kylo Ren didn't kill him. Remember, there was. He didn't. That was explained. Oh, wait. Why are all the Jedi's dead? Well, there was like a fire, and then Luke thought that he killed him. Oh. Right. That's what happened. Because they, I mean, they, any- exp- they can explain away anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fortune to survive the barge explosion. Boba Fett survived getting eaten by the Sarlacc. Like anything could be. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Luke thought that that was the whole thing. That Luke thought that he did it. But he didn't actually do it. Hmm. He just like woke up and he was like all going all crazy and but he wasn't he didn't actually kill them. Okay, so here's 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 a theory. Either uh well, I mean, okay. I don't know what a Mandalorian show looks like without Grogu. I know. It's like they're bread and butter. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna or or because I don't want because I'm sure everyone's thinking that like well, all of the trainees got killed, right? right. And that's why he, Kylo Ren goes crazy, and that's why Luke is very sad. And like, so maybe he rejects Luke, and he has to go back with the Mandalorian, and then maybe he trains him to be a Mandalorian. I don't know, with Jedi powers. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't. I'd be down if there was like a time jump, and Grogu can talk now because like, <sighs> if we want to, it's great. It's great when it's Baby Yoda, and I think that's fantastic to have him be a baby. But, like, we're sort of reaching an end of that uh, dynamic making sense. Especially because he didn't really use his powers or anything in the finale. I thought he would do something. I right. really thought he was going to use his powers on uh, um, Moff Gideon. Yeah. No, or Moff Gideon. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, before it was clear that Lu- that they were that reinforcements were coming. Right. I thought that they would use Baby Yoda to find the Dark Troopers. But then when the X-Wing showed up, I was like, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> also, X-Wing, of course it's fucking Luke. Like, oh, yeah. And <laughs> Kyle Katarn flies the moldy crow. Yeah. So. <sighs> so many things. So many feelings. Uh, what? And dear listeners, I know we've gotten a few more listeners because people have come to the store and told me. You oh, cool. Always tweet to us at Escape Us Comics or at one of ours. Yeah, Jacob I'm Jacob S. Rubin and you're Jessa Balboni. Oh, right. Yes, you're not the, not no, your No, no, it made it a lot simpler for people. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you can always tweet us and let us know how you felt about it or also Instagram, it's all of the same. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought about the last episode of The Mandalorian or whatever else we talked about today. I already forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a long episode. I, the key, the important thing is, I full on cried. Yeah. Um. Uh. It it was fun. It was great fun. Cool. St- oh, and I mean, I this wouldn't be a, a a episode of me talking about Mandalorian without saying how Sasha Banks did a fucking tornado DDT on Boba Fett. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks. So, so the other so not Kaylee Sackoff, not Bo Katan. Uh-huh. Um, not Bo-Katan Craze, the other Mandalorian that was with her. Oh, okay. Credited as Mercedes Vernado. Okay. That's her real name. Yeah. She is an active WWE wrestler uh-huh. who wrestles under the name Sasha Banks. She okay. is the current Raw women, SmackDown Women's Champion. 
I forget. I haven't watched the daily. That's why I don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, but she's she's a current champion in the company. Yeah. And uh, she was in both that episode and the previous episode. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, when she had her little fight with Boba Fett, she put him in a DDT and oh. del and delivered. <laughs> yeah. A, the the first and only DDT in Star Wars, <laughs> Star history. Wars history. Professional professional wrestling is canon. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, look. I, I cried with I all those moments, but that's the only moment where I stood up and pointed at the screen like <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio in that meme. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure so, you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. She just did okay. a DDT. She just did wrestling in Star Wars. <laughs> and Annie was like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is really funny that the reason she got cast was because the director saw her on an episode of Hot Ones and uh -huh. not because he watches wrestling. So <laughs> nobody watches wrestling. <laughs> That's uh, fine. watching it somewhere. Yeah. America. <laughs> wrestlers are great actors. More wrestlers should be in Star Wars. Well, two of them. Wait, uh, what's her face isn't a wrestler. She was a UFC fighter, right? Who? The one who's uh, what's the the ranger? Gina Carano. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> so she wasn't a wrestler. She was a UFC. I don't think the, I don't think there were any wrestlers. If they were they were gonna throw in any, they probably would have been in the sequels. Yeah. The, the Disney the Disney ones. Um, but I can't think of any. I mean, Batiste is in Guardians. Right. It and works. It works, and then and then uh, and he's. And in, oh, we talked about that in Smallville too. Huh? In Smallville, we talked about David. That's where he got his start. Batista was on Smallville. Yeah, we talked about this. You no, we, no, we didn't. Was he? Was he? he uh, was he Parasite? No, he wasn't Parasite. But that would have been good. No, yeah. but he was from. Um, I almost said the Negative Zone. That's not right. <laughs> oh, he was one of the. He was one of the Phantom Zone criminals. Yeah, on the Phantom Zone. Oh, we did talk cool about this. He was from the Negative Zone. Yeah, that's Marvel. <laughs> That's Marvel. All right. All right. I have lunch waiting for me. Yes, so. I should probably eat too. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Scapist Compass Podcast. We already said our Twitters, but I'll say it again. Jacob S. Rubin. Just, she's not, uh, at Jessa Balboni. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, happy holidays, everyone. Thanks happy for holidays. shopping at the store and listening to the show. And we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh,